Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to our lockdown edition of Chai and Chips. I might be sounding like I'm stuck in a box, but that's because I'm actually on the phone. I'm not sitting there next to my great friend Sal. Am I Sal? Uh, no, no, she's not. Um, I did try actually to try and sneak her in, but uh, Ash said that I might get arrested, so I haven't done that. Yeah. So we don't, we don't want to get arrested. No. Okay. So. Not again. <laughs> no, no, not again. So. Yeah, so welcome to Chai and Chips. Ash is on the end of a phone, sounding very tinny. Uh, Am I sounding really tinny? Hello, hello, testing, testing. All right. Can hear me, people? Enough. So welcome to the lockdown edition of Chai and Chips. Thank you so much for your patience. We could have tried, we could have actually not made one, but we thought, let's keep with the flow and try to get something out there. Um, and you can hear our experiences of what's happening during lockdown. Yeah. How's your lockdown been so far? So far, my lockdown, well, um, it's been pretty okay, you know, just being cooped up. Let's put it this way, there was two of us in this marriage. There might be one by the time this lockdown finishes. Right. I, <laughs> do, do, I need to, do I need to come and whisk away Mr. Ash from you? Or do we need to send the straight jacket people around to come and remove you from the premises? Well, you know, the last time we spoke, I think Mr. Ash wasn't even in the country. So he did actually manage to make it back just in time for the lockdown. Um, Fantastic. And he may have actually got may have avoided getting stranded in a foreign country, is he going to actually survive the this coronavirus? That, Did, that's what's more worrying me right now, because I might be able to protect him from coronavirus by keeping him in the house, but how am I going to protect him from himself? I have a solution to that. What's that? Time up. <laughs> I don't have a rope that's strong enough for that. I've just been wondering that, you know, so, because people who manage to escape catching a coronavirus might mm. just end up getting killed while they're at home. Just due to their own sheer, I was going to use the word. What? I was going to say dumb fuckery because <laughs> some people are just, they, they're a danger to themselves, aren't they? I'll, I'll give you an example. Go on. So um, I had some waffles in the toaster and I told my other half, uh, you know, I was making something on the stove. And I said to him, okay, the waffles are in the toaster. Can you just go over and just keep an eye on them? And when they're finished, can you just take them out after a minute? So uh, here's me. I'm continuing to cut. I was cutting onions. And, and my, my eyes were almost closed because those onions, oh, my God, they were uh, really not very nice to cut. Really, um, you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought that you got one of those, those, one of those sad people that got pleasure out of cutting onions. You know, it's like a fetish. You know, I start with a lot of gusto. And by the time I finish cutting onions, my eyes are shut. Um, you know, I'm lucky I haven't actually chopped all my fingers off because I have, I've learned how to cut onions with my eyes closed now. What are you saying? That day I had, I ate at your house. I'm sure I found a finger in it. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Well, you didn't give it back then. <laughs> I ate it, man. Protein? <laughs> chomp, chomp, man. Sorry, it's anyway, you were saying. Dish, well. Oh, I got a little bit of extra meat. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so here's it. Hang on. So here, here I am. I'm cutting my onions. I turned around to say something to him. And I just like, you know, when uh, my eyes were half closed and I noticed there was like, you know, he was going into the toaster with a pair of tongs. Give over. Oh, a pair of tongs. I thought he was going to flip and electrocute himself. Yeah. And I had to go and grab hold of him. I oh, thought, my God. Oh, my God. Here he is, not going to work. He's managed to make it from a foreign country just in time, and he's safe, only to die because he's gone and electrocuted himself with a pair of tongs. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. 
Are you sure it wasn't the fact that they thought, do you know what? I'd rather kill myself than be stuck in this lockdown with this insane with woman. <laughs> <laughs> Just kill myself and be done with it. You know what? I think he's trying his level best to do that. <laughs> that poor man. I mean, I could write a whole book. I could write a whole book on how he's trying to do that on a daily basis. I think he's got some kind of a handbook going. You reckon? Uh, one on one and how to commit suicide whilst at home with Ash. I mean, you tell me about yours. What, what's been happening with you? What's been happening with me? Um, nothing much really. I mean, I've been I've been stuck in the in the lockdown. Um, obviously working from home, and I have to say it's been pretty boring. But I've been um tackling my garden, okay. as you know. Yes. Um, and my fingers are. And it is looking very good. It is now. It is. It is. But it's my fingers are so green because I'm amazing at gardening that they're really green. Not really. Oh, so that's not you just picking your nose then. That was actually. Might have been actually, to be honest, there was enough bogies up there. But anyway, moving along, you don't need to encourage me because I'm crass. So, you know, obviously I have a dog, isn't it? Yes. And obviously I need to pick up his little bowel, bowel evacuations, let's put it like that. His, his, his little pearls. It can't be that much of them. He's tiny. Well, well, it's, it is because he doesn't, I don't want to talk about his bowel movements, but let's just say he leaves little pearls lying around. I'd rather he did a big football in one go. Oh, God. So anyway, so I regularly go around poo picking. That's my job, you know. That's why I spent this this many years at uni to go and pick poo. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, so I was in there, you know, sort of mowing my lawn, which I'm shit at, by the way. And as I mowed the lawn and the grass came sort of, you know, you could see the grass. There was like piles of poo. And I was like, oh, for goodness oh, sake. No. So there's me and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to avoid the poo. And I'm sort of tackling sort of, you know, where this particular difficult piece of grass. Yeah. And then my foot slipped. Oh, no. And it slipped in poop. It was disgusting and this had this <laughs> disgusting squelch and then I was so peeved. So a lot of expletives, let's just say, leaving my mouth and you know what I'm like. And then... I don't think you get for feeding chicken corn to your dog. Yeah, well, he didn't have chicken corn and he hasn't had it for a while, really. And there I am on one knee looking up and my dog comes along with a ball. Ash, no word of a lie. His little ball in his mouth and he's running around really happily like, oh, look what I did. I did such an achievement. I crapped for you. Look. <laughs> Aren't you happy that I took a dump so you could fall? I was going to say that I, you know, everybody has a 999 on speed dial. Um, I think I need to get the Royal Society for the prevention of accidents on speed dial. Because during this virus, I think, you know, we all need that on our phones. Because here he is trying to electrocute himself and there you are trying to break your knees in poop. My, <laughs> it's, I could take the broken knee. Yeah. It's just the closeness to the poop that wasn't nice, honestly. <laughs> but it's what it is. But you it know, is what it is. <laughs> it, it is what it is. But my dog, obviously, you know, thinks his poop's amazing, and he likes to sniff his bum. And you know, what can I do? <laughs> uh, and you still love him. I do. Unfortunately, I mean, he's an insane dog. You know what happened? I I came in with my lawnmower, mm -hmm. and I said to him, "Scrappy, do not follow me in." So I thought I'd so feed him. That really should you? Huh? <laughs> Say that again. Sorry. Well, no, I, as far as I was concerned, he didn't follow me in. So I came in on the side and I put the, the lawnmower in, locked the door, came out from the lean-to, locked my kitchen door, went around thinking I'll give him some water ass. I couldn't find him. I called and called. Where the hell is he? Yeah. Go around back into the kitchen, into the lean-to, open the, open the kitchen door and he's sitting there with his tongue lolling out. So he must have come in between my legs. <laughs> that dog, honestly. But anyway. Right, so that's, that's... Enough of my dog es escapades. Escapades. So, yeah, so, so what's in... a little of what's been happening with us. Sorry? 
That's a little bit of what's been happening with us. I mean, there's plenty more where that came from, but we'll just keep it a little bit short this time. And next time, we'll give you a little more about nuggets. Yeah, nuggets. Anywho. Yes. Anywho. So, what's been happening in the news? <clears throat> the news. Oh, so here is a news story that I came across. Okay. And I'll give you a little bit of it. I'm not going to read through the entire thing. The heading is Aussie shopper tries to return 4,800 rolls of toilet paper and 150 litres of hand sanitizer. An Australian supermarket boss has revealed his brutal and blunt response after a shopper tried to return thousands of rolls of toilet paper wow. and hand sanitizer. What do you think the manager did? He threw him out the shop? Of course he did. Why? Because he'd been, he said that we only used to sell a, a small amount of toilet paper yeah. and the um, you know the hand sanitizer yeah. they would sell it in one litre uh, amount yeah. containers and you weren't allowed to take more than one yeah so this person has come 150 times wow yeah to buy this hand sanitizer and this manager had kept it at the actual price you know nowadays they've inflate, inflated the prices yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so he hadn't inflated the cost because he wanted to keep it at the normal price, yeah, uh, so that the people around him could actually buy the hand sanitizer. So right. the manager's thinking for the general public here, of course, and the community. So this one asshole decided to go in 150 times. Wow! Bought up all of this hand sanitizer. So Sal, mm. how do you store 4,800 rolls of toilet paper? 4,800. 4,000. 800. How much shit was he expecting to do? I mean, what the hell was he going to do? He Sand his ass down. He bought it for the purposes of selling, selling it at an inflated price. At an inflated price. I don't know. Where did he put him? In his loft? In his garage? In his toilet? I under his bed? I this and it, so it looks like, you know, the amount that you would keep in a warehouse. Yeah. So obviously this manager was absolutely furious and this man has come back with receipts. Oh my good God, can you imagine? So he said, you know what, take me to court. I don't care. I am not buying all of that back off you. He even said to him, he said, look, I'll give you a 30% discount to the price that you sold it to me from. For. And he said, no, you know what, you behaved in a disgusting manner. You were so selfish. Keep it at home. Wow. It's like, do you remember the petrol crisis? Yeah. I'm showing our age now. Um, but in the petrol crisis, I remember reading an article in the paper about a chap who had decided, you know, those big um, industrial bins that they have in shops. Yeah. He'd filled that industrial bin with petrol. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you know what happens to petrol, isn't it, after a while? It evaporates. It evaporates. So he'd spent thousands of pounds on filling this goddamn bin. What a moron. And it evaporated. So the lesson is, if you're greedy, you're going to land up with shit on your face, basically. Or with a whole bunch of uh, hand sanitizer <laughs> to keep that shit off. <laughs> but I don't, honestly, in this day and age, I, you know, when people are having to go without, why on earth would you buy all of this and then sell it at inflated prices? I mean, do people not have a conscience, honestly? Well, this there was is... these other two brothers in Tennessee as well, Matt and Noah Colvin. Mm. Um, and these two brothers were stuck with 17,700 bottles of hand sanitizer what? as they'd bought in bulk. And then they tried to sell it online. Amazon got a wind of this. Yeah. And they closed down their account. And now they were stuck with 17,700 bottles of hand sanitizer. And just the other day, I sent my husband to the shop to get some hand wash. Um, and I was using it. And I 
started to do um, because you can't get hand sanitizer and I have a dog and I have to wash my hands yeah so I just reverted back to what we used to do as kid which is buy soap and I bought soap so at work basically you know obviously you know we've got staff coming in and out and we can't provide them with hand sanitizers okay so what we're having to do and what we had to revert to do is is buying rubbing alcohol yeah so then we had to get them spray bottle to put rubbing alcohol in because obviously when you've got staff in You've got to make sure that they they've got ways to clean themselves. So then we couldn't get bleach anywhere. So then we had to get bleach from online and then dilute it in water and give them all spray bottles. For what? Uh, you know, because obviously the area at reception where obviously people come in mm-hmm. needs to be kept sprayed and clean so the staff don't. So you can't get any to... antibacterial spray. No, that, you can't. That's another thing that yeah. we're supposed to get now. Yeah, and you can't get dis- dis- disinfectant either. So then we had to get like an industrial bottle of bleach yeah. and then mix it with water in spray bottles. So that's what we've had to resort to do to, to doing basically. You need um, to be careful now. You know, with the there was all these other recipes that came out onto the web, didn't they? Like you can make your own hand sanitizer and you use this, that, and the other. So, but just be careful when you use the rubbing alcohol that you need to make, put some kind of a, a moisturizer, like an aloe vera gel or something. Yeah, I mean, we really do need to. But I mean, at the time, obviously, it was a need, isn't it? And we didn't have have a chance to do it. But I'm telling you, you know what? Each time I spray it on my hand, there's one day I must have sprayed it like consecutively like five times i'm telling you i was drunk after inhaling that trust me <laughs> oh, i was tripping over my own feet oh no no i mean i'm sure that that happened as well i mean did remember i was complaining <laughs> you, to you or you needed to use it that much sal or was it just because you like the smell of it no 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 one of my staff said to me said sal do you know what if it gets too much for you just spray a couple of squirts in your mouth we won't tell anyone <laughs> I'm telling you, the last couple of weeks I've been on the verge. It's like you know, it's I think it's like eighty-five, ninety percent alcohol. I just spray it in your gob when you've been done. Do you remember? I don't know. You know, you know, uh, a few years ago, it was about fifteen, twenty years ago, when kids used to have those spray bottles with sugar in. Yes. The colourful ones. It's like oh, that. You can still get them. You know. Really? What tells you how old I am? So you just spray it into your gob, isn't it? It's like that with a rubbing alcohol spray in your gob and you're done for the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, it's a respiratory kind of a virus, isn't it? It attacks the respiration. Yeah. So surely you should be just <laughs> spraying your mouth all the time. Snorting <laughs> it, you mean? <laughs> snort it. It's just it. people. <laughs> and you go, <laughs> you're off your head because you're so drunk now. <laughs> Snort it, be completely off your head. And when they ask, coronavirus, man, and prevention is better than cure. <laughs> That's an excuse. Do you know what? When I go to work, I'm just going to absolutely take a couple of whiffs of it, stick it up my nose, inhale it, and then I'm going to say, Ash said it's good for me. So, do you know? Yeah, send them over to me. <laughs> yeah, you know, if the police arrest me for drinking and driving, I'll say, but, but my mate said it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'll work. <laughs> and something tells me that uh, it won't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Ash, we got a couple of I got a couple of emails. Um, oh. And we got a couple, but I'll 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 save. We got more than a couple, to be honest. I think I pulled out a couple that I like, but we'll we'll save some of those. 
But Intimidation, my operation. Are you going to do that now? <laughs> do you remember that? What? When you used to, we'd be kids, and like, you know, everybody would put their foot forward, like in a circle. You mean the hokey cokey? Tag, and uh, you would do that, you know, hip dip do. Do you not know? Oh, okay, I'll just shut up then. <laughs> I don't really know what to say. I don't when know. When you're trying you... to find out who the person is, it, in inverted commas, who's going to be running after. Oh, you mean else. when you do the dip? You used yeah, to call it a dip. That's the word, I couldn't remember the dip. Yeah. What did you used to say when you were small? Uh, you, you know one, do you want to know the one that I used to say, which is the most crassest one you could say? So the other one, if it did do something dog poo or not? No, 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 it was the one I used to do, which was because yeah. I'm crass and you can see I am. It was ip dip dog shit. Yeah, that's you are not it. You are not it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on, who invented that? <laughs> ip dip dog shit. I mean, come on. Hey, we're going to move away from poo. We've talked about it too much. Okay, come on. Okay, so, Mrs. Ash. I'm going to read out the mashwara mm-hmm. and it is somebody who's very, very, very troubled and I think yes. they could do with our advice and, and, and I think that we should give them... Uh, hang on, let me put my serious hat on. Let me put my serious hat on. Put your serious hat on and your serious glasses on. Okay, got my serious hat and serious glasses. And take that flower pot off your head. Shit, must I? You must. Oh, damn it. Okay, go on then. Okay. Dear Ash and Sal, I would like some advice on my pressing problem. Ooh, it's pressing. It's so, it must be really serious if it's pressing. Oh, it's very pressing. I know. Like me, my wife has been given time off during COVID-19. Right. She has started to stress cook. Each time she gets anxious, she rushes into the kitchen and throws together another concoction and puts it in front of me. Well, there's nothing bad about that. I know, isn't it? I'd queue up for that shit. Is he complaining about that? I don't know. I'll tell you when we read on. Oh, okay. To be honest... She's not the best cook on earth and normally I don't have to eat her cooking 24-7 as I work and we get a takeaway at least three times per week. However, as we are now both home, she has taken to cooking each meal from scratch and um, she has started to experiment. Her awful cooking has started to give me acid reflux. The other day she baked a sponge cake. It was completely flat and did not rise and looked like a fat greasy pancake. Please help me and tell me what I should do as I don't want to eat her experiments. She doesn't know how to bake a cake, Ash. Bless her, her heart's in the right place. It is. She's trying. She's trying to feed a man. She's and all he's, all he's doing is complaining like a... Chauvinistic pig. He needs to yeah, get in the kitchen. He's complaining like a bitch. But let's, let's, let's address this methodically. Right. The first issue is that she can't bake a cake. Okay. So if it's flat as a pancake, she probably didn't erase it, did she? I think that you need to, uh, I think we should send him an email back with, uh, you know, sort of a recipe, a recipe for his wife, yeah, on how to bake a cake. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think that's the first thing, because she doesn't know how to bake a cake. Yeah, so I think, yeah, we need to tell her, what is it? You can use egg whites and you can use baking powder. Yeah. Uh, baking soda. What else is there? You can put a little bit of yogurt in it. That can help as well. Maybe yeah. she was trying to make bread and she didn't have no yeast. Yeah. And she didn't have no yeast because you, you silly plonk. You didn't go to the shops and get her any. No, he didn't. And what a chauvinistic pig. Why doesn't he get into the kitchen and cook? Exactly. Why doesn't he say, oh, love, why don't you sit down? You've been cooking all the time for me. And here I am complaining to a third person that you don't even know about, about your cooking instead of me getting in the kitchen and helping you. If you think you're so good. Yeah, I mean, somebody... He doesn't deserve her. No, I mean, the advice from Auntie Sam, Auntie Ash is... Shut up and put up, otherwise you'll get a slap from both of us. Yes. But also, I heard that Rennie is very good for acid reflux. Yes, Rennie is very good and they can always put a little bit of lemon into water. Lemon water is really good. Oh yeah, lemon water is and also black tea. Yeah, 
Yeah, black tea, as long as it's not too strong. Yeah. So the, if the tea is too strong, then it doesn't help. But um, yeah, so what else was it? So he's got uh, heartburn. Maybe he should get off his ass and uh, do a bit of exercise. Shouldn't lie down and go to sleep straight after a meal, mate. Maybe he should eat less. Answer, you lazy sod. I know. Get off your ass. Help her in the, the kitchen. Shop, get some more ingredients for that poor girl. Yeah. And they uh, do some of the cooking. And you've got too much uh, acid reflux. Maybe you shouldn't be lying down straight away. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, well, I hope that's really helped you, Mr. Anonymous. Um, and please do write in again. Yeah, please write in again if this doesn't resolve your problem, and we will give you very similarly, excellently, amazingly awesome and advice. Please do make sure that you do thank your wife. Yeah. It's not easy. No, it's not. I think that, Ash, we should have a virtual high five for that amazing advice. Yes. Be careful, I don't want to slap in the head. Okay. <laughs> I did actually give you one, but I used my other hand as well. Fantastic. There we go. It's not the same. No, it's not. Sal, I miss you. Yeah, I know. I miss you too. How long has it been? It's been too long. How many weeks? How many, what, how many weeks have we done now uh, in lockdown? Yeah. Four? Five? It's going on the fifth week. And then I think I saw you. I saw you about a week to ten days before before the lockdown. Yes. Oh, gosh. It's been so long. I, I don't even know what you look like. I look like I've got two eyes, a nose and a mouth and two ears and three hairs. <laughs> the three hairs was very accurate you've got two more than me then <laughs> <I've> got... <laughs> well yeah I don't want to style it out too much I've got one hair tucked behind one ear one tucked <laughs> behind the other and I thought I'd let the, the other hair just float around singularly well, I had two hairs and I tried to do a plait and one, pair, one came out and I'm just going to keep my hair open and walk about. <laughs> keep it open isn't it <laughs> stop people from being jealous though I mean this look to soon and we could do that we should be sponsored I'll leave it out so soon with one hair, and you could do one with. No, you should have a more of a more upmarket one because you've got three hairs, haven't you? I think so I you should. should do that tresemme or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly for my three hairs. I mean, I don't want I don't want them to drop out. You know, I oil them regularly. See, oh, that's good. I do. I oil them regularly, yeah. and then my head shines. So you know, when I go out in the heat, yeah. it's like I'm cooking my head. You can be spotted from far. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's <a beacon laughs> Life, Sal, Sal. <laughs> no, it's just Sal coming down the road. <laughs> what a shining experience. <laughs> yes. Right, so, um, Mrs. Ash. Yes, you want a fact? Go on then. Okay, so I put together a few facts. I'm only going to give you one. Only the one? You probably know it already because you're so clever. I know. All that oil that you use. I know. You do the massage. Yeah. And you've opened up all of those. Pores. Um, what they're called? Pores. And everything else. Follicles. <laughs> well, I've got more well, follicles. This is happening in your brain. <laughs> I've got more follicles than I've got hair, so. <laughs> right, okay, so. Yes. Okay, I'll give you a shorter one. Or shall I give you a long one? Just give me one. Okay, I'll give you one. <laughs> I'll give you one. Hang on. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> oh my god. I think this. I think this podcast is shortly going to land in the gutter. Yes, I think it landed. <laughs> it <laughs> landed. <laughs> it landed and splattered everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, so. Yes. Uh, I'll tell you one about cats, which you probably do know already, but a lot of people don't. Okay. You know, whenever we see these adverts on television and normally a cat comes and it's this and, and it's slurping away all of this milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, we always thought when we were young, oh, let's put a saucer of milk out for the neighbor's cat because I never had a cat. Or my sister did actually have a cat for a while. But, you know, you when you're small, and my mom always told me this, maybe she never had a cat either, was that you give a cat a 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then I, what I did not know was that kittens do produce enough lactase, and lactase is an enzyme which yeah. digests lactose. Mm. But as they grow older, the production of this lactase decreases. Mm. So they become lactose intolerant, which means that cats should not be drinking milk because it can cause stomach disorders um, wow. and most likely diarrhea. Wow. Yeah. So cats are actually, in fact, lactose intolerant. So they're allergic to milk? They're allergic to milk. Wow. No wonder my, my cat left presents for me of a squirty, squirty variety. Did you really not know that, Sal? <laughs> not really, no. No. <laughs> Hang on, let me lie and pretend to be intelligent. Of course I knew. I'm stroking my chin, although you can't see me, just to show my intelligence. Of course I knew. I knew it. So, surely all these, uh, these adverts on television, they're misleading and they're causing all these cuts unnecessary fake because their uh, owners are giving them um, all this milk and those poor cats are going through big, massive bouts of diarrhea and other stomach problems. Well... Yeah, but, you know, uh, mice. Mm. You know, we've always been brought up, you know, watching Tom and Jerry and the mouse running after the cheese. Yeah. Well, actually, cheese is not good for mice. Well, I don't give a crap about that. <laughs> Why don't you? But, but the squeaky, squeaky things, don't you like them? Oh, I hate mice. Absolutely cannot stand mice. Really? I hate them. Or would you rather have mice? Not really, to be honest with you. Would you rather you. have a dog? You'd rather have a dog, wouldn't you? Not of course mice. I'd have a dog. Have you seen my dog? He's the most handsomest dog ever on earth, like ever. Um, what protective protective listen you scrappy doodle is the most handsomest dog you can ever get i i do not disagree good <laughs> <laughs> so ash yes thank you for that amazing fact thank but you. since you are the fountain of all knowledge in this um friendship yes can i ask madam uh, um course. who um have you nominated for our fantastic award our fantastic more award Yep. You will never guess who it is. Really? Yes. I think I can. Okay. Can we have a drum roll, please? Because this person is maintaining the position from last week. It is... Greedy Patera! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> well done, well done, Pretty Patel. You should be proud of yourself. Well done. So Pretty Patel has uh, done it again. Fantastic. And, um, we all know what she's been doing lately. I'm going to actually... So why don't you tell everybody what she's been up to? Well, I mean, I think last our last podcast we mentioned what she'd been doing. And I think after that, she'd sort of vanished from the public eye. We hadn't seen her. Yeah. And then she suddenly popped back and she's caused a humongous splash, hasn't she? Yeah. So... Um, we all know that uh, a lot of PPE equipment, um, well, there's not a lot of PPE equipment, let's just put it like that. Yeah, there's not enough. The problem, isn't it? Yeah, that's the problem. There's it. not. And what we did have was out of date. Yes. And uh, a lot of uh, frontline staff are having to do, having to go out and treat people with COVID-19 without protection equipment. It is a valid and genuine concern. And the government have a responsibility to ensure that those people who are working on the front line are doing it and that they're safe. Yeah, and, and, and as far as then it's the government's responsibility to ensure their safety. Yeah, and I think that it borders on a duty of care. I really think that. Of course. I of think course. it borders on that. And that, I'm not going to use bad language, but I find it frustrating. But that woman, yeah. 
when questioned about it, said that I'm sorry if people feel that there have been failings. What do you mean people feel that there have been failings? They're she actually... She apologise, wasn't she? Yeah, I mean... She, she said, and she started her sentence, they said, would you say that you're sorry? Would you apologise for the lack of this PPE equipment? And she said, she started off with, I'm sorry. Then she added that people feel this way. It's forcing it on them, isn't it? It's a bit like, it's a bit like yeah. passive aggressive, isn't it? Of course, and the way she looks at people as well. You know what? When we said that, you know, uh, she was a bully, and she keeps trying to deny it. Oh God, you know, sound she is. Mm. She definitely is. Of course. And the thing is that she gets away with this behaviour constantly. I mean, if you, I mean, I don't want to go on a witch hunt, but if you look at why she was fired and what she did to what she's done now when she's come back into office. And then even then, after causing such an uproar from her bullying behaviour, she's now come back and, and, and put the blame literally on the people working on the front line. I am reading between the lines on what she's saying. And to me, it feels like she's implying that actually that there is enough PPE equipment and the people on the front line are, are moaning and complaining for no reason whatsoever. On we- that same day when she actually came in, because as you say, she was away from the media limelight because of what had happened previously Yes. to all this other case that had come up regarding her bullying. And yeah. then Boris Johnson was in hospital. And then obviously they needed to show each member of his cabinet and whatnot to show that, you know, they were showing responsibility and they're all standing up and they're with the country. So then it was this thing's turn to come forward and speak. And she couldn't even say out a number properly. I can report through the government's ongoing monitoring and testing programme, that as of 9am today, there have been 300,000 tests carried out across the UK, excluding Northern Ireland. Wow. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if that was Diane Abbott and what what people on the net would be doing? Oh, yeah. They'd be cutting Um, her into pieces. Constantly, the the brickbats that were laid into Diane Abbott, who is, I think she's actually diabetic as well, and um, she got one thing wrong, and they came at her. They yeah. came at her. They did. But um, and it was absolutely disgusting. And you don't get a peep out of those people now. After she's come onto international TV on the BBC, and this is this is you representing our country. This is how you're giving out figures. It, it's embarrassing, Sal, is what it is. It it's is embarrassing because we've it. got that moron Boris Johnson as our prime minister. We will talk about some other time because we don't want to take the limelight away from limelight. No, away from she's worked time. so hard to get this award, and we shouldn't detract from that yes. by by we by didn't talking about other things. To get it now. Yeah. Uh, well done. We should say well done. Well done. Please God, let's just hope she doesn't get it again. But for that, Sal, we really do need to give it a big hand, don't we? So one, two, three. <sighs> wow. Yes. She felt that, and she felt. Oh, she, she does feel it. Yeah. And for that, we won't even send it to her either. No. No, we're going to keep it. Yeah, we'll flush it down the toilet. Yeah, we'd rather flush it down the toilet than give it to you, pretty girl. She needs to change in it. I'll tell you what, though. Mm-hmm. She's proved yes. whose who's daughter she is, isn't she? Oh, yes. <laughs> she, she is... We can't call her the bastard child, does what do, How did you describe it last time? It was it was in Punjabi, wasn't it? Uh, it was. It was. It was. It was. It was. So, so she's definitely 
the fucking bastard child, and I'm sorry for using this, a bastard child of Boris the Clown and the trumpet. The trumpet. I was going to say, you know, just like, 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 you know, just yeah, I mean, I mean, trumpet is is bald, mm-hmm. so it's very. She's got his nose, and she's got she's got Boris's ears. <laughs> she's got one's bald and the other one's gumption. <laughs> and neither of them have got bald between them. Yes. <laughs> I I really want to say something, but we'll move along because it's already in the gutter, <laughs> and I don't want to pull it out. And then people will rightly know where our brains always are. We don't want to prove it to them. Yeah, let's not prove it to them. <laughs> Right, Mrs. Ash. Yes. Ms. Moving, Ash. moving along because I don't want to give her too much of the limelight because clearly she's a bit of an attention whore. Yes. Did you want to give the listeners our Facebook and Instagram info because we have managed to set those up? And unfortunately, when you do click on Anchor, sometimes for some reason there's some technical difficulty and that link is broken. But they are there and you can actually access them. So if you actually do a search. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give the email address and you can give the other bits and bobs and then we'll give them my lame joke. Um, but the email is uh, chips at gmail.com. So any questions, any queries and any advice that anybody wants, you send us an email and we'll keep it anonymous. Yes, we will keep it anonymous. You know, the very first time we did say a name, but we were, we were joking. We did get some, uh, we did get... We did get her permission. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. We did get her permission. Um, and if you do a search for us on Instagram where... This is all underscore, by the way. Not underscore. It's all lowercase. It's chai underscore n underscore chips. So it's chai and chips. Or you can look for chai and chips podcast on Instagram and you'll find us there. You can actually see what we look like. Can they? Yes, they can actually see what we look like. Can you make a guess as to who, which one is, who is which one? We've already, but we've already told them what what we look like. (laughs) No, but Ash... We've already told them what we look like. They know I'm the one with the shiny, the shiny, the shiny scalp and three hairs. And I'm the one with one hair. Yeah, you're the one with the matte okay, scalp. Let them, let them see, and see if you can drop us a message and tell us which one you think we are. Then Ash and Sal and see if you can guess which one is who. <laughs> but I know which one you are. Is it not for me? Then I take it. Sal. Yes. Down. But I'm gonna win. You can't make a guess. But I can you're win. Wrong. Is there an award for this? What? No, there isn't. Oh. Forget a shout out. <laughs> okay, cool. Right, so now's the time for my uh, my joke. Oh, we... no, let me get the Facebook page. Okay, go on. Oh, it's, a, it's of the same thing. Uh, Chai and Chips podcast. If you put that into Facebook, have a search, and you'll find us there. Chai and Chips podcast. And then you can click on the app button there as well, and it'll uh, send you straight through to our podcast. Fantastic. Do they but get when to... you do visit these places, please do say hi. Don't just come, visit and go away. Say hi to me, not to Ash, because she's mean. <laughs> and do click the like and the follow buttons, so we know that uh, you are actually following us and like us. And you have you... to be liked. Ha- have you... Ha- to be liked. You like to be what, sorry? Liked. Really? You're a bit of an attention seeker, aren't you? No, I'm not an attention seeker. I'm just a very lovely person. Everybody likes me. You are the other hand. Everybody likes as well, so we're all right. We're all right there then. 
So I think um, we should let the, the, the listeners know that um, we'll be posting a lot of our movie reviews because obviously we're movie buffs. We watch a lot of movies. I wouldn't call us a movie buff like Condan loves. <laughs> we're not, well, we try and, and put movie reviews up, but we tend to sort of botch them. Yes, what do. you'll find is that there's a movie, well, I won't spoil it. We won't spoil it, but there, there our movie reviews will, will will come up soon. And also, I think there's some some videos of the places that we've. Uh, I would like to say we visited, but we destroyed. Yeah. And uh, they they will be. Just, um, when are our movie reviews going to be up? Are we going to put them onto Facebook then, so? Uh yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. So then, if you go, oh, they'll definitely see our faces then. Yeah, and they'll have Is to guess. Is that a good idea? Oh, okay, go on. Then. Well, you're a bit of a stunner, mashallah. So that's all right, isn't it? I'm gonna put. I'm gonna like. You know what it is. You know, pixelate my face. Well, you have been going to uh, the hand sanitizer a bit too much, though. I know, I've been drinking it a lot, oh, haven't I? Put that hand sanitizer down. <laughs> no, that was the rubbing alcohol love. I've been spraying up my nostrils and in my gob. That was your DIY hand sanitizer, wasn't it? Rubbing <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> you call it rubbing alcohol. Last time I looked, it looked like a vodka bottle, but... <clears throat> Sorry, ah, the taste. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right, yes. so, this is the time for my joke. Yes. Are you sitting down? Do I need to brace myself? You need to brace yourself. Last time you told me to limber up. Well, no, you brace yourself. Okay. Make sure everything everything that can move is strapped down. Yeah, hang on. Yeah, strapped, strapped. Are you sitting down? I am sitting down. Well, yes. lay down then. Because this one yes. is an absolute corker. Is it a doozy? Okay, go on. Go yeah. Go with it. What do you call yes. a cow in an earthquake? Oh, my God. Normally I can guess. No, I don't know. What do you call a cow in an earthquake? A milkshake. <laughs> Why didn't they see that coming? <laughs> that is so lame. <laughs> Goodness That's me. so lame. Thanks it's me. so bad, it's good. <laughs> Honestly, I, I saw it and I couldn't stop laughing. Now, if that says I've got a shitty sense of humour, well, that joke's hilarious. <laughs> I think we've been in lockdown for too long. It was actually quite good. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Need some air. Oh my gosh. We need to get out of our houses somehow. Well, I'll tell you what, Ash. Yes. I'll come down. I'll grab my car. Yeah. I'll flick open a boot. You jump in. And then we'll run away. Where are we running away to? We won't be running away very far. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's bad. We could have run away somewhere fantastic and then come back in the morning. Oh, have you been doing the clapping for the NHS? I haven't. I always get caught out. We're normally eating at that time, and then all I all I hear is like fireworks going off, and I can hear people clapping, and that's when we have to kind of run for the run for the door. Well, and, um, I'll tell you last why. Last time, Mr. Ash was out, and uh, and they were there with the drums and they were clapping, but it wasn't for long because we caught it right at the end. So this next time, is it like every Thursday? It's every Thursday. So what day is it tomorrow? Tomorrow is Monday. Monday. Yes. Okay. So then this Thursday coming, I'm going to see if I can come up with something creative. I'm all for clapping for the NHS. Oh, but and they you... need to make sure that they pay, pay yeah. them as well. You're going you're to start me... Gonna you're gonna start me on a rant now, and I'm going to say, I mean, everyone's clapping for the NHS, yeah. and we're all clapping for it, and you've got that old chap. I don't know how old, he's 100 now, and he's been walking, he's raised, I think now, how much is it? Yeah, I think he's actually managed 20 million. Yeah, 20 million. Yeah. And he's raised all this money for the NHS, and we're clapping for the NHS, but it's not his job... And it's not the it's not our job to give money or donate money to the NHS. We already pay for it. Mm. So why are we paying for it double? Everybody's applauding him. That's nice. Party, as uh, 
did cut the funding. For of the course NHS. they did. Of course they did. But no one is actually saying that they're going to give a pay rise to the NHS. They're not going to get a pay rise. But it's also, I mean, where I live, they all come out. I'll be honest. They come out at eight o'clock. They start clapping, but not also that. Not just that. They let out fireworks and they get saucepans. They bang it, and you also get like you know, eighteen, nineteen-year-old boy racers in their cars, revving their engines, shooting along. Do you know they go down the road? And I've got you've seen my road. It's a very sedate, quiet road, and there's it's like a bit of a maze because there's car parked everywhere, and they shoot down that road at fifty miles an hour. What is it a kudos thing if they have an accident? What they're gonna say? Oh, I was driving so fast, I had an accident. You know, the paramedic had to. Yeah, and they're going to say, do you know what, it's like kudos. Do you know, like, I was driving so fast that when the paramedics rescued me, they had to push, pull my bollocks out of my asshole with a fucking coat hanger. What the hell? What's wrong with you? Like, in, when it came, when it, when it was necessary for you to stand up for the NHS and vote for a party, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you which party was the right party, but I know who I, blo- uh, who I believe was the right party for the NHS. When it came to voting for the NHS, and making sure that they would get the funding that they needed so that the poor nurses were not visiting food banks because they didn't get enough money um, and they couldn't afford food. The people were more worried about Brexit and all the foreigners in the country, and they had voted for the Conservative Party because the Conservatives said that they would get rid of all the foreigners. So now you're crying that the NHS is underfunded, and they've managed to find the money all of a sudden to open up... All these various Nightingale, uh, what are they? Um, hospitals. Centers, other centres. Hospitals. Yeah. And when it actually counted for you to stand up for the NHS, you didn't stand up for No, them. because they were going... the party that cut their funding. Yeah. And now you're just standing outside with your pans and your drums and your um, bollocks up your tits or whatever the heck you just said when you were revving your cars. Um, it's, it doesn't... I don't... Yeah. The thing is that um, a lot of these uh, people voted because they were afraid that there was a lot of immigrants coming in. And let's be honest about it, it was a lot of Islamophobia as well. Um, and and this, this COVID-19, for some reason, research is saying that it affects uh, uh, people from uh, black and ethnic minorities communities more. And if you look at it, they're saying that for some reason, these people end up in ICU more and they end up dying more. And if you look at the healthcare workers, a lot of the doctors and nurses who have died are either from the black or ethnic minority communities. And you guys, I mean, these guys who voted for the Tories, I don't want to say you guys, but these guys who voted for the Tories voted because they wanted to get rid of Muslims and they wanted to get rid of a Johnny Foreigner. Well, actually, who's dying for you now? Literally, who's there on the front line dying for you? The the, the, the black and ethnic minority people uh, and, and this Johnny Foreigner that you didn't want in the country? Well, do you remember that nurse that actually passed away, that 36-year-old? Yes. And for just a short while in the news and in the media, they they were there and they were honouring her. But it was only, it was very short-lived because I think it was a week or two weeks after uh, one of these Sunday papers, a reporter, not a reporter, what they're called. They are reporters, aren't yes. they? A journalist, mm. inverted commas. Uh, and in, a journalist said that, oh, um, she contracted it whilst she was on leave. Yeah, I heard But that. the thing is, though, the incubation period is, isn't like just one or two days. So she must have been working. Yes. Contracted it in the hospital. And then it became apparent just as she went on leave because NHS workers don't get leave uh, by the drop of a hat. No, they don't. They have no, to. They have to plan it months in advance. Yeah. So, so she she went on leave because that's the time when she had her leave, but she had contracted it while she was working. And instead of honouring her, this flipping muppet said, well, everybody's saying that she's an NHS worker, but, you know, it's, if she, 
was diagnosed while she was on leave. Yeah, well, it's fair game. It's fair game to do that because she's Muslim, so it's fair there game. Was no, there was no uproar about that. No. I don't really, I mean, obviously, you know, being who we are, obviously we face a lot of xenophobia as well. So I don't really want to go into too much of it because... You know, I don't want to sort of have that victim attitude, but it it is sometimes very difficult to be from, you know, sort of the ethnic minority. I'm not going to hide it. People obviously realise that we are. It's very difficult because obviously, you know, you get a lot of that stigma. It's it's so a lot of stigma. You did mention how people who are on your own, your own personal Facebook page, mm. how they've been putting up links regarding... Um, Certain mosques being open. Yeah, certain mosques being open. And then when you told me about it, I did send you that link. I think I actually put but it I on already, Facebook. Yeah, but one of our mutual friends on Facebook, she already, uh, she might, she's definitely obviously went to school with her. Mm. Uh, she put up an article saying the police had investigated it mm-hmm. and said that it was actually an old video. It was nothing new. It was before the lockdown. Yeah. So then when I went on that page to clear it up, there was all these conspiracy theories that, yeah, well, you know, so why is he saying that it's not during the lockdown? But this is on the link. You clicked on the link where... I didn't present... had put up. Yeah. And, and, and then you clicked out that link. And I copied it across. Okay. And then somebody invented that there's, you know... Uh, I mean, I'm not going to make any bones about it. I mean, the, the mosque that they were referring to was a small mosque in Small Heath. Mm-hmm. And then she said, well, there's another mosque that's been open in Borsal Heath and the police have done this. I said, well, then back it up with proof then. Yeah. Let's let's. Well, you know the main central mosque here in Birmingham. Yes. There were people speculating that they had been open, but then there were some. Only for funerals, and then the Gumgol Street, the larger one in Small Heath. Yeah. That's actually I don't know if you've watched the news, but that's actually got mobile. It's got like a mobile refrigerating unit morgues mm. to hold the bodies because there's no the the actual mosque morgue is is overflowing. But then they had some Christian people who live close to Central Mosque. Yeah. And uh, one of the people uh, was actually saying that I live so close that my I can see the mosque from my bedroom window. And I'm telling you it's been shut. Yeah. But I don't know where you're getting this information from that it's open. Because it's not. If there were people coming in and out, I assure you I would see them. And this is coming from a Christian. Yeah, the problem is that people are. home... But people are going to believe what they want to believe. Yeah, that's the and whole thing. And they make up any cock and bull story absolutely just because right. it goes with the narrative that they, they want to believe. Yeah, it's because Tommy Robinson is, is, is the king, isn't it? And so yeah. they, they just believe what they want to believe. But anyway, yeah. this seems to have taken a, 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 a oh, very no, serious Oh, no, I didn't turn. want it to end like this. I know. <laughs> so, anywho... I think we, we, we've become very serious all of a sudden. But that... No, we're going to... Yeah, I don't... I, yeah, it's the whole the environment is quite serious. So let's try to keep it a bit lighter-hearted if we can. Yes. yes. What we would say uh, on parting is that if you liked uh, listening to us, please like, subscribe, download, and please share it with your friends and ask them to listen. Um, uh, is there anything else, Mrs. Uh, Ash, that you would like would to say? I would like some feedback. I, w- I want yeah, you to give tell us, us what you think. Yeah, give us some feedback and tell us what you think, i.e. that, that, that Sally's amazing. Yes, and how great she is. And how wonderful and marvellous I am for putting up with Mrs. Ash. Yeah. Um, We'd love to hear from you. Definitely. So, um, in time, we bid the adieu. Yes. Um, a good talk. It's a fantastic talk. Super. All right, then. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.